I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 535 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it was on this day, 28 years ago, October 4th, 1993, that the Battle of Mogadishu, which began the day before, was coming to a close. Today's guest on First Class Fatherhood is a hero who found out that he was going to be a dad while in Somalia just before taking part in what would become known as Black Hawk Down after being immortalized by the Hollywood film in 2001. Jeff Strucker was a 24-year-old sergeant and squad leader assigned to Task Force Ranger as a part of the 75th Ranger Regiment. He led a three-vehicle convoy through intense fire, returning a critically wounded Ranger back to base. For his actions in Mogadishu, Jeff was awarded the Silver Star. In the film Black Hawk Down, Jeff is portrayed by actor Brian Van Holt. And Jeff's service to America continued long after the Battle of Mogadishu. He would go on to serve multiple tours in both Iraq and Afghanistan. He deployed as a chaplain after graduating from seminary school. He retired from the military after reaching the rank of major. Following his military career, Jeff became a pastor in Columbus, Georgia at the Calvary Baptist Church. He continues to speak and share his experiences all across the United States of America. He's a man of faith, a warrior, a first-class father all the way, and I'm honored to have him on the podcast today. Jeff Strucker will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Jeff Strucker was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the warrior and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And today we do remember the 19 servicemen who were killed in action in Mogadishu 28 years ago today, including Delta Force operators Randy Sugart and Gary Gordon, who were posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor, the first time the Medal of Honor was awarded since the Vietnam War. They received it for saving the life of downed pilot Mike Durant, who is a Night Stalker pilot for the 160th SOAR. I had the honor of having Mike Durant on the podcast right here. I've also had the honor of having Matt Eversman on the podcast here. He was Sergeant Eversman at the time. He is the main protagonist played by Josh Harnett in the film Black Hawk Down. Uh, it's a tremendous honor to have had these men, these warriors on the podcast here. you got to go through the archives and check them out. And as you know, I've had many other military dads on the podcast here, such as Navy SEALs, Jocko Willink, uh, Green Berets, Tim Kennedy, Marines, Dakota Meyer, other Army Rangers, such as Sean Parnell. Just a ton of military dads have I've had the honor of speaking with on the podcast here. Go through the archives, check them all out, and let's keep in your hearts and in your minds and in your prayers today the 19 service members who were lost in Mogadishu 28 years ago today. All right, be sure you guys have follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit me with a rating and review on iTunes. That goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Jeff Strucker. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. What's new in dads? I've got two ways for you guys to save money and support First Class Fatherhood. First up, the NFL season is back and the stands are packed once again with fans the way it's supposed to be. If you plan on taking your kids, going with your family, or going with the guys to the game, save $20 on your tickets by going to SeatGeek.com or using the SeatGeek app and use my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and you get to save $20 off your tickets. Okay, and secondly, you got to go to MyPillow.com and save up to 66% off using my promo code FATHERHOOD. MyPillow.com, 
use the promo code FATHERHOOD. I'll tell you right now, their pillows are great, but their mattress toppers, their towels, their bathrobes are next level. you got to check them out. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and you're going to save up to 66% off your order. All right, you got that, guys? SeatGeek. Save $20 on your tickets. Promo code over there, first class. MyPillow. Promo code over there, FATHERHOOD. All right, two ways for you guys to save money and support First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Jeff Strucker. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Great to be with you. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Five children. Um, Our oldest is 27 and the youngest is 19. Wow, very cool. What kind of sports or activities were they all into growing up? Uh, They did a whole range of things. You know, with that many children, they did football and track, um, you know, some music, so flute and piano, you name it. They did the range of things. Very cool. Yeah, I got four kids myself. We got three boys and then the girl on the fourth try. If not, I'd have five right along with you there, but uh, we got her on for it. If you could, Jeff, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, um, I, I spent most of my career in the United States Army, retired from there a few years ago, and just started a church. I pastor a church in Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, and thank you for your service, Jeff. And take me, if you could, take me back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey then. Uh, I would imagine you're still serving there at the time. Uh, about how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father uh, kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah. Well, the second question is easy to answer. It changed almost everything, just changed it in little increments. But over time, almost everything about the way that I viewed the world changed. Um, I learned that I was going to be a dad in Mogadishu, Somalia, serving with the Army Rangers during Black Hawk Down. Wow. Yeah, I married my high school sweetheart. We had been married for about three years, had been trying to have a baby the whole time. And I was a sergeant in the Army in the Ranger Regiment Um, the whole time that we were married. I got a letter in the mail uh, while I was in Somalia, and the mail was kind of messed up. So letter number two came in the mail before letter number one showed up. Letter number one said that she was pregnant. I didn't get that letter. I got letter number two that said when the baby shows up and I had to, I literally dropped the letter in (laughs) on the floor and thought, what on earth is this? Is she saying that we're going to have a baby? It caught me that far off guard. Wow. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. And just to give the listeners um, some background here, I had already been involved in combat in the invasion of Panama in 1989. I was a single guy then. I went to combat in Kuwait as part of Desert Storm in 91. I was a married guy then, and I married a good-looking woman, so I thought to myself, if I get killed in combat, she's good-looking, she'll find somebody else, she'll be fine. But when I was in Somalia, I get this letter in the mail saying that we're going to have a baby, and that letter scared the daylights out of me. Because it caused me to start to say, wait a second, if I get killed in this combat tour, my child will never even know who their father is. And now I need to really think long and hard about what it is that I do for a living. Yeah, and Jeff, that is one of the major reasons why I have so much respect for the men and women that do serve in the military. Is being a dad of four myself, 
I mean, I, I feel like I'm neglecting my kids when I'm away on an overnight shift at my job and I'm not in my life's not in danger while I'm doing it. So I can only imagine. And I know now you talk about getting the letter. Now we have at least FaceTime and all kind of different ways to communicate, which I would imagine uh, did you find that I know you served over there, uh, you know, uh, during these past wars. Did, did you find it a little easier to communicate? Was it better? Did you were able to use the FaceTime and technology to communicate? Yeah, um, I, I did many tours to Iraq and Afghanistan, and, and of course, technology evolved, so I was able to stay in touch a lot more often, um, but there's something to be said about having to write letters back and forth, because you only put what's really, really important in those letters just because of, uh, you know, the, the, the amount of energy it takes. Um, so, yeah, sometimes having instant communication with a husband or a spouse or a parent that's in combat is, um, it's, it's convenient, but it's not always, uh, it can also sometimes show you the bad parts of war that you really don't want to see um, when you're on the other side of the line. Yeah, very well said. What would you consider to be the top values, Jeff, that you would hope to instill in all your kids growing up? Yeah, for me, this was an easy question. I wanted them to first love Jesus. I wanted them, number two, to work really hard, and I wanted them to be a good man or a good woman. And by that, I mean hold to your word, do the right thing. Um, the whole goal was to just raise strong, independent people that would basically live out those three values. Yeah, great stuff. And I know, uh, you know, I had um, a former Navy SEAL uh, Gunner Gunner Hansen on the podcast. He turned, he went from SEAL to pastor. I know you went to chaplain to pastor. One of the things I would imagine that's got to conflict with with being, um, you know, a faith based person has got to be that that a commandment that says, "Thou shalt not uh, murder." How does that How does that whole thing kind of play out when you're trying to talk to young guys that are that are uh, faith based that are coming into the military? How do you kind of make them feel at ease uh, about that? Uh, how it conflicts with their faith? Yeah, I get that question asked a lot and I because a lot of people recognize me from the movie Black Hawk Down actually I wasn't in the movie there's an actor who plays me in the movie um, when guys and gals are considering joining the military and they have a very strong faith a lot of them will ask me the very question that you just asked and I tell them look my experience is a little bit different um, I was a guy who was a very committed Christian, but also loved being a warrior. So I was one of those door kickers that just loved my job and happened to love Jesus at the same time. So by the time I became a chaplain and now a pastor, I, I never felt this conflict between serving the country and following my faith. I've never felt that um conflict. Now, I have talked to lots of people that have. I've just never felt it. Um, but I also want to compliment you, Alec. You used the right word. The Bible doesn't strictly command people not to kill. In fact, it recognizes a big difference between murder and killing. And what I typically do if I have a few moments with people is start to describe the way the Bible approaches the difference between murder and killing. Yeah, very cool. And, and and you mentioned there, too, obviously the film Black Hawk Down. I, I've had uh, Mike Durant on the podcast here, and I've had uh, uh, Matt Eversman on the show awesome. as well. And, and I know you had uh, Brian Van Holt, I believe, is the guy that played you. Did Now, yeah. Matt talked about watching it for the first time with his daughter, when the first time she saw it. Did you have a moment where your kids, did you sit and watch the film with the kids? And what was kind of their response uh, to watching the film? Well, they never really sat down and watched the movie with me. I've been on the road doing some speaking 
weekend events where the audience saw clips from Black Hawk Down, but I don't think I've sat down and watched it with any of my children. So um, I know my youngest daughter hasn't seen it at all. I don't know if the rest of my children have seen the whole movie in its entirety, but they've seen certain uh, parts of the movie over and over again. And for them, it's not um, some far off movie. That's just my dad. He's he's no uh, hero. He's no superstar. It's just my dad. Yeah, very cool. And uh, now, do you still stay in touch with a lot of the guys from the Black Hawk Down, from the Battle in uh, Mogadishu? Uh, yeah, I get a chance to see them from time to time. I saw Mike Durant not long ago. Me and Matt Eversman were doing a thing together not long ago. So, yeah, I still get a chance to see them. Awesome. And then and switching it back into into you as a dad here for a minute, Jeff, what type of disciplinarian? Now, obviously, Army Ranger, we know that your physicality, tough, discipline. But what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Uh, definitely different. Um, I, I didn't really have a, a father figure in my life for most of the time that I was growing up. So when we started having children, I didn't really know what to do. And I stumbled through it, man. And I made a lot of mistakes. I just want to admit that. It was uh, figuring it out as you go along, kind of OJT. That's not the OJT that you want to do, but I you know, figured it out as I went. Um, and I, I recognized these are my children and not soldiers in the Army. So I didn't try to treat them like soldiers when they grew up. I tried to treat them like children, um, like this precious gift that God has given to me. But that said... We set some rules in our house, and we didn't set a lot of rules, but the rules were non-negotiable. Don't even ask if you can, you know, if you can get around the rules, because there is no circumstance on planet Earth where you will ever be able to get around this rule. So just follow the rules, and we're okay. And I'm, I'm happy to say that's, that's basically how most of my children, that's the way most of my children live. They, they, they respected the rules and followed the rules. Uh, very cool and, and now i'm about to come my oldest is only 15 my youngest is my only girl she's seven i'm about to hit all these stages with when dating starts to come into the scene here and i'm you know I'm, I'm grateful that i have time and i'll have three boys to go through this before it gets to my daughter but you've been there now your kids are older uh what kind of advice or how'd you kind of handle it when your kids became old enough to start dating uh, when my sons were old enough to start dating i reminded them hey you should take the lead in this relationship so you set the tone for how the relationship is going to go, not her. And by that, I mean, you protect this woman, you treat her with respect, you um, uh, respect her boundaries and her body, and you don't take advantage of her. For my daughters, and I had three sons first, like you, and then two girls later, because my daughters came along later, we had the two meter rule, which was, hey, make sure that no boys get within six feet of your daughter without you personally approving of it or your mom and dad approving of it. That was kind of a little joke at the dinner table. Um, you protect your sister from those players out there that you know just want to take advantage of her body. Um, but secondly, the rule in our house was um, you because you love your brother or because you love your sister, we want you to make sure. I want to know that you're that uh, the people, the rest of your siblings are comfortable with a relationship before you start to get serious with somebody. 
And oftentimes, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend can fool the parents, but you're not going to fool the brothers or sisters. So I tell them, hey, I want you to go sniff out these guys that are interested in your sisters. Or, hey, ladies, I want you to go sniff out the girls that are interested in your brothers and come back and let me know what you think about them. Yeah, I'm praying to have the similar circumstances here with my three boys and my daughter. And it sounds like you had your daughters practicing social distancing before it was cool. So right, (laughs) I had their boyfriends practicing social distancing. Right. (laughs) Good stuff. And what's coming up next for you here? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Yeah, well, I now have two of the five children married. They have four children of their own. Um, it's been beautiful to see grandchildren, but Alec, I'll tell you something that nobody ever told me, and I wish I would have known this. What's best about being a grandparent is watching my son become a dad, watching my daughter become a mom, and seeing just how much this changes them. And I've been sitting back watching this. Um, they've been parents now for a few years, sitting back watching the kind of men and women they're becoming as parents and thinking, wow. This is awesome. Just watching how much it's changing their world. It's it's like all of that hard work of becoming a parent. It's all paying off when your children became parents. Yeah, really great stuff, Jeff. Last thing I want to hit you with here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Yeah, for new dads or moms, for for parents that have a baby on the way but have never really, uh, you know, started being a parent yet, my advice is, hey, you're going to mess up. And don't be afraid to admit, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Don't be afraid to tell your child, I'm sorry, I, I, I messed up along the way. Um, because there has never been a perfect parent on planet Earth. And since... I'm not a perfect parent. You didn't have perfect parents. Chances are when that baby comes into your house, you're not going to be a perfect parent either. And that means you need to be able to look him in the eyes and say, look, I messed up here. And can you forgive me? It's very powerful to hear that from a parent. Secondly, it's okay to remind your child, hey, I'm still figuring this out. I'm a new parent um, and I'm still figuring it out. And every stage of life, as they get a little bit older, I'm trying to figure that stage out. Don't know what I'm doing getting lots of advice, but still don't know what I'm doing. And I think it's good to remember that personally, but it might be good just to remind your children, hey, I'm trying to figure this thing out as we go. Yeah, very well said. I I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Jeff Strucker, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, buddy. back to wrap things up here on first class fatherhood i got to give a special thank you once again to jeff strucker for giving me a few minutes of his time here such an honor please hit me up on twitter guys or drop me a dm on instagram let me know what you thought about today's episode i always love to read your feedback i am always honored that i have an opportunity to speak with uh, some of the real heroes from our country I always look forward to these conversations. They're the favorite ones I get a chance to do. So make sure you go through the archives of the podcast and listen to all the military dads who have joined me here on First Class Fatherhood. Make sure you take advantage. Time is running out for my partnership with DMLCBD.com. If you're looking for CBD products, there is no better place to look than DMLCBD.com. And use my promo code FATHER. You're going to buy one, get one free, and save 5% on your order. I'll take advantage of that. Help support the podcast while you're doing it. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.
trees and it's all feeling so